Understanding comes to us in shards of light. We are the puzzle solvers, piecing out the shadow of sky and the eye of history. She stares blankly, lips on the crevice of her own beginning. Out of time, I hope to solve you in a glass distorted wisely. Lock the door. The wolf is here. Come to cut out all those scenes. Of Greek and Irish heritage, Marion Cecilia Duras was born January 3, 1897, in Brooklyn, New York. She was the youngest of five children to Herbert Duras and Rose Riley, and they lived near Prospect Park. Marion and her three sisters, Ethel, Rose and Rain, all shared an interest in show business. In order to heighten their prospects on the Great White Way, the sisters adopted an Anglo-Saxon surname, Davies, which Ethel spotted on a realtor's sign in the neighbourhood. In 1916, Marion Davies was signed on as a corine in the Ziegfeld Follies. Her beauty and talent made her a star. She was soon to exchange stage for screen with her feet, 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 feature debut in 1917 in Runaway Romany. This was followed by a string of light comedic roles that gained her significant popularity and a small fortune. She used her earnings to support family and friends. Davies is best remembered for a 30-year affair with media mogul William Randolph Hearst, whose persistent efforts to promote her career became more of a hindrance than a support. Hearst formed Cosmopolitan Pictures specifically to produce starring vehicles for her. He liked to see Marion in lavish costume spectacles, which impeded her true talent as a comedian. Hearst first spotted Marion while she was with the Follies. The life and death of Marion he was in the audience when Marion was to deliver her first line ever on stage, and I'm the spirit of spring. Marion had a slight stutter, and her first words came out, and I, 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 I... Hearst was fond of caring for those with an affliction or weakness. They began their affair during the run of the review Stop, Look, Listen, Head. He is said to have possessed her with his eyes. Every night she performed, he was in the audience. He reserved two seats, one for himself and one for his hat. His first gift to her was a Tiffany wristwatch, which Marion lost during a night out on the town. He promptly bought her another. Marion was flirtatious by nature, and Hearst did his best to keep the Hollywood predators from, from stealing her away. He hired detectives to keep track of her affairs. When she wasn't Hearst, when she wasn't starring in movies, she was hosting extravagant parties for Hollywood's A-list celebrities. They never married. Hearst would not divorce his wife Millicent, as her fiscal demands were too great. As a result, he showered his mistress with gifts to demonstrate his loyalty. After W.R.'s death, 
she learned she had inherited the majority of his empire, but she passed control to his family for the sum of a dollar per year. Marion died of malignant osteomyelitis, a type of jaw cancer, on September 22, 1961. Her last words were, no regrets. Whilst there are countless biographies written on William Randolph Hearst, there is very little written specifically on Marion Davies. Who or what can really capture all the contradictions, whispers, gossip, rumours, lies and plot holes? How do we repair a life that has crumbled in the archive of time? This is not a serious scholarly contribution. Do you doubt yourself? hearing echoes, doubling backwards to some marginal nonsense text. Last night that I knew what it felt like to be in your shoes, but they were too small and dainty for me, and the feeling was distorted. I clumped across the stone pavement bearing imprints, and when I turned backwards to face the damage, I felt regret that I had gotten it all wrong. Hey you, you shouted through the thicket, hurry up and get my guests a drink. With that, you set me straight and reminded me of the task at hand. How do you do? And blah, blah, blah. Stop! Look, listen. Enter Mr. Fisher. A wristwatch lost in a snow drift. A wristwatch, a, a, a. False name. Pickle St. Clair and Mischief and a Tiffany wristwatch tripping along. A wristwatch passed, tripping, picked up by someone. Look, a wristwatch. Zeal or fever, smashed, stolen, spinning, glass, slips up, laughing. Mischief, white as snow, laughing and singing, digging up the snow, swinging down, up the tracks. A wristwatch. He replaced it. Spinning. Glass.
mistaken by the scribe for a star, she may have been a drop of the ocean hurled into the air by the force of a squall and caught in the light, a tender, idle thing. of shipwreck holds inwards to the gasp so it is a lover who speaks her hair was stuttering music of the ocean waves and echo bathed in light we read read a path read hoisting up up string bound foot step effortless distance, a thin screen, a gaze, a stolen mirror, a seat for a cap, events static in present, movement of the female form, eternally obvious, saw lips of blood, ray, dancing, a morphology in the name of Spinning through reels of black, white history unfurls in linear sequence. You know, silly stuff. Sexual domination, the act of creation, the barbarity of modern politics. A man in a suit painted a woman out of existence or into the wall and into the air drew her shame. She was bare. He fancied her a perspective, left her arm quivering beneath intense meditation. Is there a chance that the biographer Tempting the existence of substance or presence may hesitate at the title of a section. The Nexus, a genealogy of intertexts delighting in good humour. Apperception, out of the labyrinth, assimilation of plot frames. Fiction enters fiction where we dared to distribute facts. The utter intoxication of peeling flesh from the mouth. Insatiable. The disappointment of Miss... Mm, the... Th- sh- red. Hurst. A thicket. When her legs became flexible, she began to walk by herself and to run about the room until 
Having gone out of the house door, she jumped into the street and escaped the dunce's cap. Romany, Romany, rubbed hollow by the common touch. Unbutton the codis and exfoliate your skin. Run away, Romany, and liberate the tree. Leap over the bank and one, two, ready or not. Garment after garment, girdling. Grew girdling without warn. My, 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 oh. Marion. My, my. And May. Graffery. So destroying swarthy zinger. And. Marion. Run away, Romany. Marion. Runner. Matilda in male dress. Way across. Over. Remember your behaviour. Marion. To take a sword to the page. Ooh. Mm. 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 Uh. Mm. Your behaviour is improper. Mm. I mean. My, my, oh, mm. graph, uh. e, Britain. true, oh. the tyke, un, out, line, each, twelve, Sigh, lent, cap, e, scribe, myography, oblique, air, wooden, iron, say, you're indent, rend, red. A window breaks and her mouth, oh, symbolising an astonishment, as if it were not her fault. So she slips inside Lotel Venetian without her fair coeds and wanders on the sniff for signatures and hearts. A pen in her mouth falls swiftly for the ball player, otherwise engaged. She follows him in rabbit heels comic precision of steps to turn his gaze. She'll keep you from her, even if she has to sock you in the jaw. Imitations involve the shroud. Veils, abstractions, impersonations composed from his bedsheets. A procession of character titles back and forth and black and white. A bellboy with a fern moustache. She holds his hat and crushes it accidentally. Who?
twig. Hook ride. Hook the ride. The violin. We went old to a twig. In the beginning, it is made clear that women can learn from books how not to speak and not when. One cannot slurp soup or munch on meat for all to see. Grace and dignity gets the man. But close the book, and etiquette is a fine line drawn between custom and the absurd. One man's appropriate hat can spell trouble on the head of mischief, who makes an O with her mouth and dances past the threshold. I'm a woman, and I'm just full of viewpoints. written on it, but read it anyway. Peppernotia's why so dry. Louder and sadder. Here is a starched allegory to find nothing to re-collection within a frame. Take, for instance, a man with a siphon, a, 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 a trick. Let, let them come Oh, a man with a siphon and water running down. Take it on the chin. No, 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 no. A fall, tear, and or flood. That's what I call good commercial crying. Shot. Stop crying. And what is caught between pages? Everybody, go to lunch. Your mouth forming shapes. Exposing her upper teeth like a rabbit. I don't know anything about swans. I don't even know what the swans know. I only know Gloria Swanson. Well, mouthed, truth emerges from the well with a whip to chastise mankind. First, out of the wide gaze, the emphasis or italics, out of the voice box, she opens her mouth on the verge. With her permission, I will speak for her. Her mouth curling, her eyes curling, her furs and tiara aflame. I. 
I, I, I. The moving word of a woman's mouth out, reworking the jaw, lips, teeth, tongue. Oh, ooh, oh, ooh, oh, ooh, oh, ooh. Towards a photography of speech in the field of e. Motion. Peggy Pepper mouths to the postmodern mirror. I don't think much of Marion Davies. This is going to make a splendid story.
Everybody else said, stinking. But Luella said, give the girl a chance. Of all the varied Cinderella's, show people the dark star. Exquisite offering. A cap set demurely on her head, grey on the rounds of her tender He returns the glance and sets the drama in motion. The burden of Slips the important papers, falling into the depths of a spy plot concerning war plans and fortifications. Mountains of dishes. A surprise ending. She goes through a snowstorm. The gem. A shower of pet rabbits. A society graceful as her gowns. Exquisite. And it was a little difficult for her to speak at times. He returns the glance. Get the ringer. And sets the drama in motion. He's all wet. The important papers. After a bleak and slate grey morning. She goes through a snowstorm. Miss Davies proves her histrionic ability. A young author gives up fantasy for a much sweeter reality. The Merry Wives of Gotham. Or... Lights of old Broadway. I am doubled overflowing when you say, it seems as though I have always known you. There are pieces, missing pieces in a string of light efficacy, the art of poses subjected and projected in different shades of grey, and alternating movement builds to the effect of an unmonotonous life. I quaver on light and you say, you haven't lost your voice, have you? At which point, the reel unwinds without conclusion, for the rest has turned to dust. Canonical accounts cannot, cannot. The Hollywood Review of 1929, and we're singing in the rain, Marianne. Sure, I hear you, am I blind? Care if I see I'm a bad girl for like you, baby. It's on the level. A harmonica, ukulele, 12-piece band and chorus. She is pumping water. It's a bonk. She takes upon herself a moustache cigar. I've got an awful queer feeling and she goes for the fling with her pig in his stomach. She's not so dumb. You wish she'd keep on being a nuisance. The Floridora girl, virtually a travesty and engagements always have bad endings. You always finish up married as the bachelor father bubbles over with fun and salted to taste by a tear or two because it's a wise child who tells the exact truth. Or, don't lie any more than you have to. He leans on the horn when they kiss. Honk! He leans on the horn after saying, just one more kiss. Honk! I don't want an older woman, you suit me exactly. After 30 years of age, a man is emotionally dead. Well, that's my story and I'm sticking to it until I can think of a better one. In five and ten, you little devil, you made me fall in love with you. As the makeup men fix your hair over and give you a mouth. And you should look up and say, do you really? Do you love me? Or get caught on a tripwire as Polly of the Circus finds her pants and they recite, entreat me lot not to leave thee or to, 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 to return from following after thee and blah, blah, blah. Blondie of the Follies, assuming that there is something to record about the life of a Follies girl and if one accepts this premise, we're going Hollywood with Bing. 
Peg of My Heart was a corny story to begin with and a very inferior performance by the star. Operator 13, Page Miss Glory, without realising its hearts divided in an apocryphal script and Dick Powell, a Bonaparte, cavorting around Baltimore in need of a haircut and warbling vacuous ditties about birds and flowers and Paris in the spring. Kane and Mabel follows these two losers on the way up and if you don't make the grade you can be a secretary or a sales girl or any kind of character if you can find it. Ever since Eve, the ugly duckling throws the history out the window as sex takes a holiday, but not for long. I'd rather read the bad ones than the good ones anyway, because at least there are more of them. Droll expressions, chaplain and... Sometimes a... Beatrice... No dramatic actress, and while facing the, the, the exception of Hearn, his rash use of overdirection, either sex, but and launch novel, the afternoon with like more life has missed. Marion Davies is as beautiful as she is talented. Miss Mulberry and the silver silver sheet new. The, the incredible casting, Miss Like Marion Davies, W. Chambers, Hero Davies, the part, the perhaps beautiful sets, but along the third reel, one begins to wonder if emotion didn't help. Marion Davies is as beautiful as she is talented. Now you've certainly spilled the apple cart. We do. Jigsaw puzzles for hours in the main living room. Twenty of us would be around and we'd pick out the pieces. It's awfully hard on the eyes. But we had a big table and everybody would get in. And there'd be arguments and little flirtations because the men would get in and pick out a piece for a girl and give her a wink. It was a good way to waste time. We had hundreds of puzzles and played hundreds of games like bridge and gin rummy and cartwheels with Harpo marks and I always won the ice cream races but the real fun required a hot ticket. Here we are at the covered wagon, Hawaiian, Tyrolean, all-American cowboy masquerade baby Midsummer Night's Dream Civil War, come for the weekend, stay five months and the merry-go-round took the wall out. Antebellum gods and goddesses eager for stone and if your place card hits the edge, you're out. Entirely impulsive. Entirely impulsive. Entirely. entirely flitting from room to room. Entirely. Flitting. The soul impulsive. of friendliness soul and, hospitality, of friendliness and hospitality, flitting from room to flitting room, from room to when room. she tires of it, when she tires of it, when she tires of she, it. Tires of she plans, she plans flitting, from room flitting from room to room, and hospitality, when she tires of it, the soul she plans to convert it, when she tires into it. a beach club. A damaged light projects onto the subject of dishonour. The devil and the whore dwell in red, supposing. What of it? Russet-toned paintings, settees swathed in scarlet damask, chairs in carmine velvet, crimson Spanish doors, and Marion dressed as Anne Boleyn before the final cut. He likes to tear things down and start again when the effort is warranted. 
and start again when the effort is in a universe of inconstancy, and she, the blue-eyed fly with quilled wings, stands framed in the repository of time. He possessed her with his eyes, supervised her construction, she the building, she the review, she the boat out to sea, a storm staggering against the canvas, still but for love of life. Nothing set in concrete but concrete, and that can be smashed. He was a collector of fitting pieces, antiques, objets d'art, silverware, rooms. He gathered them together in a Californian frame and sat on the floor with his scissors and glue. Finality was not an issue but a frustration. Hurst stood up on the floor, his masterpiece, a number of random tear sheets. A building is a puzzle. From the blueprint, I'll walk take I one piece, bring the house two down. pieces, marry them, house them in a frame that satisfies the eye. Do not force two pieces together that do not match. If there are holes, let them lie open to the elements. Marion sits at a table between George Bernard Shaw and Albert Einstein. To Albert, she turns to twiddle her fingers through his hair. Why don't you get a haircut? And then to Shaw, who earlier said, woman reduces us all to the common denominator. She makes to trim his beard. And you, I can't see that you're talking at all. Emboldened by the lick of pleasure, you step onto the page and off again a stone across water. And he says, operator could not find you. Explanations are in order. <laughs>